Welcome to track number 34 of The Powers of a Cross. Number 20. The power of the cross is the power to set us free from death. From the fear of death. Did you have that point? That is number 20. Is the power to set us free from the fear of death. For as much as then... You are children, are partakers of flesh and blood. He also himself likewise took part of the same. Okay? That through death he might destroy him that had, through death, you see again, through death, through death, are you with me? Through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. So through the cross, And through his death, he destroyed him that had the power over death. So once again, you see the cross having an effect. Are you listening to me? An effect which breaks a certain power over death. That is why when the guys were going on the mission field, And they were told, do you know that these guys are going to kill you? You die. And he said, we died before we came. (laughs) We died before we came. They were not afraid of death because they died already. So the cross breaks the power of death. Because Jesus demonstrated fearlessness. As he approached death. He showed that there was something more than this life. There is something more. God will take care of everything. There is more to this life. Than being here. Alright. And he, he demonstrated the power. Over it. And he broke the power. Of the fear of death. Because that is one of the greatest fears of all humanity. We just don't want to die. We just don't want to die. No matter how many problems we have on this earth, how we are suffering, what is going on, we want to stay. Huh? Is it not fantastic? Is it not fantastic? Yeah. We just don't want to die. Isn't it? It's in it. So through death, he broke the control that death has. Because you see, it's a fear of death that will say, don't go here. Don't go here. Don't go here. Here is dangerous. Here you can die. Here is dangerous. Here is danger. But when that fear is broken, there are many more places you can go to. That is one of the reasons why at a point, I was telling people, make sure you don't die before we die. Because we will laugh at you at the funeral. Even though you are dead, we will laugh at you. Because we can see that you are trying hard to stay alive longer than all of us. And if you don't succeed, we will laugh at you. Even though we are at your funeral. When everybody is drinking coke, you drink water. 
Because he wants to stay here longer. One day, we went to McDonald's. And we ordered Big Mac meal. Uh, what? Uh, no, a Big Mac meal. What? A, a quarter pounder with cheese. Mac chicken. Everybody. When we finished on it, so that they came and said, what drinks? We were all in the cow. Then they said, what drink? I said, Coke. What drink? Fanta. What drink? Milkshake. Then he asked the particular brother, what drink? He said, ice water. (laughs) Ice water. Ice water with hamburger. (laughs) Ice water with hamburger. We have not heard of this combination before. So we started to question the guy. He said, ah, ah, why are you ordering ice water with hamburger? It is something we don't know. So we were quiet in the car. And we told the brother, make sure you don't die before we die. Because if you die before us, we will laugh at you. People, when you send them, you say, go to Nigeria. Say, hey, Make sure you don't die in your house from electric shock when you are ironing your dress. Because we will laugh at you. Because you were preserving yourself. You say you won't go here. You won't go here. You won't do this. Self-preservation. Protecting yourself from hurt, from loss, from death. You see, but that thing is broken through the cross of Jesus Christ. I said, it is broken through the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. What do you think? Yeah. You will not go. You will be boiling water in the house before you realize Kettle has given you a shock. You were in New York and the electric shock has killed you. (laughs) New York. Hey. The one in Nigeria is now growing older. He's now in his 70s. Whilst you died of electric shock long time ago. Make sure you don't choke at the table. Make sure you don't die of food poisoning or SARS or any other flooding or earthquake shouldn't bury you in America. Ah. Those who have broken out. You see, now it, it, it is only a person through your cross you demonstrate fearlessness over death. Look, I'll tell you something. I'm a normal person. I don't know about you, but I tell you, traveling, it was not easy for me to travel. I had to analyze so many, especially after September 11. When I went to Singapore, one of the pastors was, one of the pastors was telling me, he said, 
I said, will you come to Ghana one day? He said, uh, there is one difficulty. I said, what is the difficulty? He said, since September 11th, I don't travel anywhere without my wife and all my children. I said, why? He said, so that if we die, we all die together. That's all. So because of that, it is very expensive to invite me. Because we all have to be together. I said, wow. <laughs> Ewan. So, you see, since that time, there has been a lot of fear in the church. It, how many will agree that there has been fear? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you have to break out of the fears. And just do what you have to do. What do you think? Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Is it not true? Yeah. It's true, love. One day I was in an emergency room. And I was, uh, somebody I had an accident. I was suturing the person's wound. So I was suturing. And as I sutured like that, the skin was hard. Do you know Willie? Do you know Willie? It's hard skin. It's called Willie. But it, the thing wasn't come. The needle was, you know, the needle is curved. So it, it went through the first one. The second one was coming. I wasn't come. I don't know how my finger went. And it went, pop! And then it entered this, this one. So, I was there. The blood, my blood came out into the glove. And the person's blood and my blood. And we were all inside the glove. And I was holding the things. So, as I was there, it was night around me. And I said, I heard the voice of God say, you can die here. You say, you are hesitating whether you want to save me. You fear. You can die right here. One mistake. You are there. Now, when they are touching patients, they always wear gloves. Taking blood. Well, now, at time we don't use blood even to. We don't wear gloves to take blood, to, to blood or set drapes. Never take blood for somebody who are wearing gloves. Why? Now it's dangerous to touch. Huh? Mercy. You, you fear death. Trula. <laughs> but when you take up your cross you conquer fear and you move yeah all the things that you feared you get it they just sort of vanish yeah and then when you analyze carefully, you realize that your risk of dying from all other things is even higher. Because the risk of dying in a plane is 1 in 5,051. And the risk of dying in a car is 1, ta- one in 91. And then the risk of dying of cancer is 1 in 9. Uh, yeah. 
and the risk of dying is one in one. <laughs> what do you think? So what are you going to do about it? Break out. When we went to Ukraine, they said they are killing black people. Yeah. They said since the beginning of the year, they've, uh, they've killed 20 black people. Kill on the street, kill them. They don't want them. Ah, then I, I was talking to some American who was coming to Ghana. He was telling me, oh, he sa- I said, are you not afraid of the danger? He wanted to move to Ghana. I said, Miss, he said, where I live in Philadelphia, this number of murders a day. Yeah. You see, when you even look at the statistics, you realize that what you are afraid of, there is more where you are even. Number of murders per day in that place. True, lah. But Christ went to the cross to break fear of death forever. So be free from the fear of death and demonstrate that you are not afraid to die. Afraid to die. Demonstrate that you are ready to do anything even with the risk of dying. There are people who don't want to live in Ghana because they feel so what are my health insurance whatever. So what about if there is an emergency? Can you resuscitate me? Because in Ghana, they will, they, will, they will not resuscitate you. They will not even bring you inside the emergency room before even resuscitation. There's nothing like resuscitation in Ghana. If you are dying, you die. Uh, you are dead. That's all. You just return, go to the mortuary. They just say, go to the mortuary. Yeah. Resuscitation, intubate, and then give you air and this and do the oh you must be joking there's nothing like that in Ghana ambulance there's nothing like ambulance sit in a taxi you put double traffic gator then you move double traffic gator then you are moving that's what we have ambulance is used to carry dead body to the mortuary <laughs> and then body to the cemetery. That is what we use ambulance for in Ghana. <laughs> so you are afraid that if you get an emergency, huh? An emergency, can you be revived? This is what you are thinking about before you come to Africa. This is what you are thinking about. As you keep thinking in that way, you'll be surprised at what will happen to you. Yeah. You'll be in your house and aunt will bite you. Pip! You see that you are dead right now. <laughs> try to live longer. Those of you who are afraid, try to be around for a long time. Because if you die early, fact, it will not be easy for you. So people at the funeral, people will say, ah, they're laughing. So, he, he was at a camp, so he knows why we are laughing. We told him before, we told him. He tried to live long. We told him he shouldn't be afraid. Ah, he didn't listen to us. Hey, look how he has died and we are still here. We who are in danger zone, cry, we, are, we are breathing.
And people will say that, ah, it seems they are happy that he's dead. Not that we are happy, but it was something we discussed before. Two reasons. <laughs> so Christ came to the cross and broke the fear. You see, like me being in the ministry, it has broken the fear of working for God for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. The fear of a doctor working for God. And so what? We work for him. Hey, 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 why? Everything wants to keep us away. It has broken the fear of a lawyer working for God. I have six of them in full-time ministry. <laughs> six of them. They, are, they just work happily ever after. It has broken the fear of architects working for God. They are there. It has broken the fear of businessmen executives, owners of thousands of dollars, owners of buildings and properties and businesses. They're broken that fear. You see them coming, charging. Recently, I had a meeting about 25 to 30 students from the universities. They, were, they are just finishing school. They have their final and they are just ending in this June. So I started to ask them, how many of you want to work for God? So many of them lifted their hand. Full time. So I thought, maybe they didn't get any good cause to do. Maybe they are doing something, 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 something. But I was surprised. When I asked, what did you, what did you do? Architecture. Tech. I've been five years or seven years finishing. What do you want? Nothing. Only ministry. Oh. The next one, Akite, Akite, Akito. That's how they say, Akito. Architecture, I said, what, what do you want to do? Means, I thought they were going to say another course. This type of course that you can't see exactly what you do with it after. Language, something, 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 something. But architecture, pharmacy, this medicine, they were there. Yeah. They want to. Are you sure? I said, Are you sure of poverty? He said, Bishop, one of the actors, he said, Look, when I listen to the camp, I have no other thing to do in my life. So one of them said, that Because of that, I don't listen to it. Well, he had decided that he doesn't want to. So, so when I listen to that, I, there's no other way for my life. So I put it aside for the time being. <laughs> there is a power in the message. <laughs> you see, my message, what I've been preaching about, it spoils professions. <laughs> Yeah, it puts plans. It makes priests. You see, through the cross, a high priest was released to go and intercede for us in heaven. And through your cross, another priest is released, which is by name you. It changes lives. Uh, That's how it is. The cross is very powerful. Very, very powerful. What do you think? Yeah, through life. 
Trula. Is it not wonderful? So, the cross is so powerful because it breaks the fear of death. Amen. And deliver them through who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. 